Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. All right, you guys, welcome to Athletes Mindset Academy podcast. We have Coach Allie and myself, Coach Amy here, and we are thrilled to talk to you about a topic that seems to um, create a lot of feelings of out of control, a lot of stuck feelings, a lot of uh, recurring of old results and habits. And we want to be able to just give you some ideas of things that might help you and your athletes, if your parents uh, help you move on. Um, Allie and I want to talk about the idea of changing the story of your past with you. And there's some really simple things that you can do to help you do that. We all have a past. We all have things that bug us, things that we think just are always the way they are. And we like to tell this story to ourselves over and over without even realizing we're doing that. And we practice this story so often that it just seems like it's true. Like our past routines, our past habits, our past results are just true. And so Allie and I wanted to go through with you and give you a couple of thoughts of ways you can change the story of your past. Now, Allie, when I say, hey, I want you to change the story of your past. Tell me what you would say to somebody when they're like, wait, I can't just make things up about my past and believe them. What would you tell somebody who says something like that? Like you're trying to tell me to just kind of fake it till you make it. Is that what we're trying to say here? (laughs) Um, Not exactly. I mean, we all do love that saying of fake it till you make it though, right? But what I do like about fake it till you make it is it does kind of open you up to some new thoughts right? But we don't always believe those thoughts. But what I would really try and tell that person to start is what we've kind of been talking about this whole month of being able to separate the facts of your past from what you are saying about it. And so that sounds so simple. And the reason we wanted to touch back on this is because we keep saying, oh, separate the facts and then um, your story that you're telling yourself, but that it can be harder than you think because a lot of times we think our thoughts are facts, right? So I just totally believe that it's a fact that I am terrible at beam because I could never hit a routine and a competition and the blah, 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 the entire story that I am telling you. So when I tell you to separate the facts from the story, your fact might be that I'm horrible at beam. But that's not even the reality. That is, that is the story that you are telling. Now, I can't change the past. Maybe I did fall at seven meets on beam. That is going to be the truth. The past is going to be a fact, but what I choose to think about it is going to be what all my thoughts are about it. So Amy, can you kind of give a little more clarity on what that means? Yeah. So I was thinking about even with coaches and parents, sometimes we look at our kids and we label them and we just say they've always, this is who they are because of the thoughts we've had in the past, because of how they've shown up in the past. Like this team, I was reading an article this morning at a college that just said we were thinking that we were going to have to have the way they put it is a rebuilding year. Like because we lost seven seniors that we thought this was going to be a year of rebuilding, meaning that it wasn't going to be as strong as last year. Now, is that true? That's just a story. They don't know what's going to happen. We like to pretend we can fill in the blanks of what's going to happen based on what we've seen happen in the past. Just because a team loses seven seniors does not mean it has to be a rebuilding year. (laughs) And when I read that, I thought, well, that's kind of a soft way of saying it's not going to be a very good season. And I think that that was at least what my thoughts went to, right? But our past can affect us so 
um, profoundly and so powerfully if we choose to believe those facts are or those stories are all facts, like Ali said. And um, one of the strongest, uh, I guess, tools that we're going to share that we've shared many times, like Ali says, is if you can look at the facts, so the truth for this one team would be seven seniors have graduated. That's, that's a fact. Facts do not have emotions. There's no emotions there. It's neutral. It's not positive and it's not negative. But when we put a negative, I always say, if you put a negative sign in front of a fact, your energy is going to go down. Now, energy going down or going out, when you see a tumbler, if they zigzag, they do not have very much power. And if they zigzag, you don't want to be spotting them because you're, you're afraid you're going to get hit. So as a coach, <laughs> this is just where my mind goes. As a coach, I want my gymnast to, to tumble straight. And if their energy is not going straight ahead, if it's going all over the place because they've put a little negative sign in, in front of the fact like, yeah, I'm not a good tumbler, I'm not a powerful tumbler, then all of a sudden their energy is everywhere. They're not gonna get very powerful tumbling. If I have a coach that looks at a team that says we've lost seven players, that, that idea of lost, our brain wants to find things that are lost and it's going to fill in the gaps and try to go search for things. The fact is seven seniors graduated and we have lots of kids that are ready to go, that have been anxious to jump in and, and fill those spots, right? There's so many different ways to, to describe stories when you can separate the facts and truly hold neutral. I think that is the key for me is to truly hold the facts in a neutral space that they're not positive, they're not negative, they're not good, they're not bad, there's nothing wrong with the facts, then you can start building something. But most of the time when it comes to a change, we assume that there's a negative there because in the past, these seven seniors carried the team, these seven seniors did out whatever the, the story is behind it. The story is what causes the problems. And that's the part that we want to be able to be very, very clear on is that there's nothing wrong with the, with the facts of a story. Allie, do you want to add to that? I just find it interesting that you keep saying like we look to the past and I think that's another good thing to point out is like when we are telling these stories, we're looking to our past for evidence of how it's going to play out. And if we always are looking to the past for evidence and for the ideas, then you're going to always repeat the past right? Yeah. If you're always living in the past and you're always thinking about the past and how it went in the past, then you're always going to be just continually repeating, right? You have to be looking into the future or into the present, right? In order to create something new. Well, what's fascinating is your brain, when it holds on to a thought or lingers in a thought or finds a thought that it finds true, it has to recreate that. Like the, the, the truth is your brain likes to be right. So if you're focusing on something that in, in a story that you have, um, your, your brain wants to find evidence that that story is true. So that just like Ali's saying, it's going to keep recreating it because it doesn't like to be wrong. But the, here's the cool thought. What if it is wrong? And what are you going to do with that? If, if I think that my story is wrong, then we're going to fight for it and we're going to protect it. And we're going to do what we can to show, show that, no, look, I always am like this. Look what's happening right now. Well, what's happening right now is your creation. You get to create what you want to have happen in your life. Now there's things outside of you. We like to, I've heard it said like two buckets, that there's things that happen to you. So those are like a bucket of things that happen outside of you. And then there's a bucket of things that you create in your life. And both of those buckets have facts in them. Like somebody said these words, well, that goes into a bucket of 
outside of you. And then I chose this. Well, that comes from a bucket that you chose to make your life easier or harder, right? Whatever you want to make that story, the facts are just the facts, but there's different ways that these circumstances show up in your, in your life. If you can separate, we, we say facts are also circumstances. You guys, you've heard us say this circumstances are neutral situations are neutral. Facts are neutral. Doesn't mean that you ask for all of them. Like I'm saying, there's different buckets. Sometimes circumstances happen to us, but if we were to say, here's the facts, now what, now what do you want to make it mean? And I like to say just that phrase, now what? What are you going to do with those facts? Those facts, when you say, let's change the story of our past, here's something about your past. One more thing. Sorry, I, Allie knows this morning, you guys. I'm like, Allie, I'm thinking of like 10 different things. My head is pinging everywhere. <laughs> but something to add to your past facts. Everybody has physical sensations. We see things, we hear things, we taste things, we smell things. We, you know, you have the smell and it puts you right back into your grandmother's house when you were five years old, right? You smell chocolate chip cookies and it just makes you feel. We have all these physical sensations attached to our stories. And just because we see things in a certain way doesn't make those things true. And if you think about, um, if you see things, if I, uh, like I was taking a driver's, a driver's ed test. And I remember I failed a simulator test. And this guy said, the teacher said, well, did you see the lady on the side with the purple sweater? And I'm like, I did not see any person on the side of the road with a purple sweater because I was not looking for that. So my eyes were looking for what I wanted to see. And all I was looking for was like stoplight, stop signs. I wasn't looking for other humans. I don't know what color she was wearing. I don't know what you know, sound I was hearing. We, we look at our stories and we all have completely different experiences because we have different sensations constantly going on. So it's really interesting. One of the tools I was just gonna suggest is to sit, think about your story and try to see it and change the colors. And then sit with your story and try to hear it. What is that story that you bring up all the time who, whose voices do you hear? Are you hearing your own voices or a coach's voices? Are you hearing your athlete's voices? And see if you can change and hear somebody else's voices in that story. Who else was in that story? And when you focus on different parts of the story, you're gonna feel different. It's so fascinating. So it's one of those tools that I like, not only separating, like Ali and I want you guys to be very clear, what actually happened that everybody in that story would agree on. So that's the facts. But if you want to see what else is kind of fun is try changing the sensations of the story. Where's the lady with the purple sweater that you missed? Maybe focus on her for a second. Where's the sounds that maybe you weren't listening to, you weren't tuning in into, you weren't turning up the volume for and see what happens with that experience. It changes it. And it's amazing how it changes it. So recreating your past, retelling your past is not about making things up and lying about the facts. I want you guys to be very clear on that. We're not telling you just to believe something that didn't happen. Those things, things happen. Past is also a fact. You have a past, but it also really has very little impact on your future unless you want it to have an impact on your future. Allie, do you have any thoughts on that? No, that's amazing. And um, I love how Amy talked a lot about um, who's talking and what colors are you seeing? And um, actually another way that sometimes I really like to separate, sometimes we are so attached to our story that um, separating yourself from the story a little bit is going to really help you be able to pick out the facts because 
like I said, once you feel so attached that it feels so, all of it feels true. You're like, what are you talking about? My entire story is a fact. Um, but sometimes I actually type my story out and then mm -hmm. I'll change the fonts to different fonts and I'll change the colors to different colors and I'll change the spacing and the size and like, and notice that like, the story's there, but like, it's really just a story, no matter how I write it and what color it is and what font it is and read it in different voices. And like, sometimes you find yourself like laughing and like finding words that you're, you underline, you're like, what in the world am I telling myself that for? And so sometimes just typing it out and seeing it and being able to like change that story a little bit, mess with that without actually even changing the words yet can just help you separate yourself and notice that they're just words. They're yes. just words. So that's another Ugh. fun way to start being able to see it as a story yes. rather than your life. I love that. You, you know, one thing that's powerful about just along with what Coach Ali said is when you get it out of your head onto paper, when you type it out, there's something more real about it, something that is more tangible. And I love that you even said that you sometimes will give more space in between the lines, which is something I was going to bring up with, along with the idea of changing the fonts, changing the color, seeing the story, maybe in a high pitched Mickey Mouse voice instead of <laughs> you know, this voice from, and one of the other words I, I like to also think about, if somebody were to say the exact same words to you in a different language, would you really feel the same way? If somebody came up to you and started speaking Mandarin to you with the exact same words, would you still be upset, right? The thing that's crazy for me is a lot of the things that are, that's the hardest part about this is actually taking time to be still with your story, get it out of you. Like Ali says, put it down, notice what's your story and what's facts, what's actually, what, what would you and your enemy, whoever that is in the story what would you agree on in the story? What would you actually agree on? Those are the facts. And then change the font, change to italicize, underline some parts, change the color. And I love the idea that you said of spacing. When you space between the words and between the lines, it's almost like you're giving yourself a breath in between to really sit a little more still. And I, I just, that just came when you were saying the space and I've never thought about that is Instead of writing, I write really small and in small little lines of maybe giving a little double space and see what happens to how you feel in your experience of the story when you can see it outside of you and give it some space. I love that idea. I think we all need to just be a little bit more, mm, give a little more time and sit a little more still with the stories that we like to retell because changing your story of the past isn't really that hard. It's not that hard but it does take time. And when you sit still with the story and you tweak a little bit of the sensations of the story, the colors, the looks, the feel, all of a sudden the story doesn't feel so heavy and painful. Like it, you, you've told yourself so many times over that they shouldn't have done this, that this shouldn't have happened, that my team should have been able to do this. But none of that is really true. What's true is whatever everybody would agree on, that's true. And that still, is that even true? I mean, if you're with a group of people who all agree on something and another group doesn't, then who's right? So it's just a matter of taking some time. And I think that is the piece that I would also say is um, the most difficult for us these days because none of us think we have enough time. Time is also <laughs> mental construct that we get facts with, but your past is a fact. Everybody has a fact, a past, and that's a fact. 
what you do with the facts of your past, how you choose to space them out, how you choose to look at them. If you never take time to look at them, like Ali said, you'll just keep recreating them. And you're like, wait, I thought I learned this lesson. No, you haven't, because you haven't taken time to really consider the lessons that are taught in those. I'm putting painful in quotes, you guys, because I don't think the past is painful. I don't think we can have a painful past. I think we have painful moments currently because of what we believe about the past. But I just like to say our painful past in quotes, because your past is over and it's not painful anymore. You just create the pain whenever you want it. And it protects you and it serves you in some way. How does it serve you? Sit still and ask yourself, why do I want to keep recreating this past? Why don't I want to let it go? You have anything else to Ali? I just wanted to um, say that this is really what we've been talking about all month. We just want to take some time to, to instill the importance of the separation between those thoughts and the circumstance. And next week, we're going to take it to a whole new level because the whole reason that I got involved with life coaching and with working with athletes is because coach Amy helped me change my past story. And so next week, we are going to be talking about that. It is going to be about uh, the Larry Nassar um, doctor for the, with the gymnastics team. So, uh, trigger warning there. I like to just point that out that if you do have some of those triggers that to listen with caution, we try not to share too much detail, but it's mostly going to be about how I actually changed my story and how Amy helped me through that process and use those tools to change the story. So the importance is separating the fact from the thoughts. And then next week we can really show you how that got put into action and what the process was for me personally in changing my story. So I'm really excited about this and I hope that you guys take the time to listen and to subscribe and join us. And Amy, do you have anything else to say? Just, just like Coach Ali said, going back to the basics, the very first tool that we always teach is separate what's actually true and what you think is true. That one piece is gonna be a game changer for anything that you're holding on to that's painful. So hope you guys can take a moment and understand that if you are struggling with stories of your past, come visit us in Athletes Mindset Academy. We are happy to help you change your past story, retell it in a way that serves you going forward, that's gonna empower you and help you keep moving and get out of feeling stuck and out of control. And we're here for you guys. We know that it's hard at times to feel like you can truly believe that it wasn't a difficult past. So we're here for you. I love that Coach Ali is going to be very vulnerable. So tune in next week and she's going to help you see how to apply these tools um, and how it's helped her in her life. And we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you as listeners. If you find that this is helpful, please invite your friends. All we want to do is help athletes and coaches and parents of athletes feel that they're emotionally and mentally healthy that we are not stuck, that we're not, that we don't have to do anything, that we have choices, that we have plenty to look forward to and plenty to enjoy in this moment at any time. So come join us, Athletes Mindset Academy. And we just, we appreciate all you guys. Thank you for listening today. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. 
We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.